0: Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today's an off day for the Padres, and after another weekend of not bringing in donuts for the crew, our host Mike Janelle is just hoping everyone still likes him.
1: Hopefully we're now on good terms, Padres Social Hour Universe.
0: Alongside Mike, it's Bill Center, who's here to tell us exactly what goes on down in the field.
2: Maybe you come to the top of the dugout, throw your hands out, and like, oh, that's that's not good. But you cannot, you cannot. <laughs> are those the words they use right. in Major League yeah, Dugout? not exactly.
0: <laughs> And rounding out the crew, it's Derek Togerson, who's found to fulfill any role we set forth for him.
3: So are supposed to turn into an element or an animal. Which one do you want?
0: Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bill Center, and Derek Togerson. A happy Monday. It is an off day, maybe for the Padres, but
1: not for a Padres social hour. So thanks for joining us here at uh, beautiful Petco Park. What a great job they did from uh, Billy Joel less than 48 hours ago, uh, Matt Bailow and his grounds crew. It looks, we're looking at it right now, like nothing ever happened there. Looks like they're ready for a game today, even though they don't have one. It looks
2: fantastic. You know,
1: we, we, uh, my wife and I, Susan
2: and I came Fifteen minutes after the show was over, they were already dismantling this thing. Working hard. It, it was amazing to see them go to work.
1: Working hard. Welcome inside the AMR studio with Bill and Derek. I'm Mike. Thanks for spending your Monday afternoon with us. As always, make sure to join the conversation, because we can't do this without you, at hashtag PadresSH, and there's also the chat going on live, per usual, at podres.com socialhour social hour. I don't bring donuts. Yeah, right, I don't bring donuts. Look at this, guys. Uh-huh. Now there I you know. know the secret to this, though. <laughs> Bill, grab that
2: the donut secret. box. Yeah, take yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 the
1: donut box.
3: Don't do the catch horse one.
2: in the mouth. Derek? The, the, se- uh, the, se- uh, the secret to this, Thank Derek, you much, sir. Those were brought in yesterday by a fan. Bill, you're
1: blowing up my spot. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, it was yesterday. There it was shows, yesterday. This shows. There's still, as you can tell, Derek, more than half of them are gone because right. they have been here for Actually, 24 hours. Right? These I've already, they, I've already down
2: two. So. They have the shelf
1: yeah. life of gold. I've been hey, responsible listen. for a couple oh, yeah. bloopers, gotten into a couple. You not um, run a donut
2: box past me. I
1: Sorry. just did. No, no, oh. but I already had two. Yeah, that was before oh, okay. you got here, Derek. Right? Uh, no. So yesterday, I'll this for later, then. yesterday we were here the very early morning, the 9:30 show on a Sunday morning, and uh, one of our fans, Joycey Joyce. Uh, she knew sh- that I forgot the donuts again, so she was tweeting throughout the show, hey, I have some. I want to bring them down to you guys. How do I get there? Everything was closed because it was here so early. So I, I tweeted this picture after the show because Blooper and I, or Blooper founder, <laughs> after the show outside said, Mike, come out here. We actually have real donuts. Uh, so, Joycey, thank you so much. That's a good uh, collection of donuts right there, uh, too. It was great. It was That's a good nice. dozen. It was a good Man. variety. It was awesome. So Sweet. we thank her. Right. But I You guys are the best.
2: We used to have a pool where I, w- I was in a group that there'd, they'd always be donuts on a certain day. And we'd uh, get that mix, that uh, huge mix. 20 We'd got like three or four dozen. And we would take a pool as to what would be the last donut to go each time. Everybody would throw a buck into the pool.
1: I bet it was anything <laughs> with coconut would be the last one.
2: Right. Yep. Everything Bingo. Or maple bars. That mu- you know maple bars sometimes were the last one.
1: That's what, when Ben was here yesterday. He said those are his favorite. Is that right? The maple. So, bar. Well, yeah. he wasn't
2: in our pool. Yeah. No. So now you know. <laughs> right.
1: uh, that uh, interestingly now shoots Joycey straight to the top of the Padres social hour Absolutely. fan hour rankings. Absolutely. Right. Yes. right. So any of you who want to try and uh, usurp her, we'll take cupcakes, pizza, buffalo wings, whatever you want to bring. Any requests for people to bring you guys? Next beer. time you're on? No, yeah, a little beer beverage. Buffalo <laughs> wings right. are good. All right, yeah. So, uh, Joyce, uh, where's the crown? The rest of you now have some work to do. Um, we're going to have a pretty fun show today. Uh, we've got Nick Canepa coming by for his weekly report card. That's always a good time. Yeah, it's always wrong. Uh, we're going to have, yeah, per, <laughs> u- per usual.
3: <laughs> how, okay, well, here's, here's a pool. How, how
1: many Fs? How many Fs? Oh. How many Fs are we going to see? Yeah, actually, how it many non-apps? Probably the smaller number. Yeah, weeks ago. Uh, we're gonna spend probably 10, 15 minutes on that uh, that fight yesterday. Odor Batista won, because uh, that was just—I mean, I have literally a thousand things I can say about that fight. Uh, it's gonna be something we'll want to definitely watch and talk about. We're also giving away the bloopies. The Ooh. I believe the first ever. We've never done this before, right? Blooper. I know it's the first time. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> so uh, it is the quarter season, essentially, uh, today off today. So we figure 25% of the way through the season, we'll give out some awards. There will be some serious ones like Team MVP. There will be some fun ones like favorite social hour moments so far this season. So make sure to stay tuned uh, later on. That for was when that. Blooper wasn't here. That the one time, yeah. Phil's right. already <laughs> spoiling his number one <laughs> did, moment. Do we for get participation season. trophies? Uh, yeah, talk to someone about your ribbon on the way out. All you right. won't be getting it from me, that's for sure. Um, all right, uh, quickly, let's go through yesterday's game. Uh, not too much to really harp upon. It was just another frustrating loss. It's another competitive loss, but as we've discussed, ad nauseum here, moral victories mean nothing. Nothing. So uh, a one-run defeat. Still a winning road <laughs> trip, 4-3, and three, but 5-2 and would have been... So much better.
2: Right, and that one was there for the taking and they just couldn't get it. Right. They just couldn't get it done.
3: Well, this is the frustration I think that so many Padres fans have with this team. They come within two runs of sweeping the Cubs in Chicago and they go and they split a series against a team that has a worse record than they do in Milwaukee. It's that kind of and we've talked about it all year, that lack of consistency with this ball club. They'll flirt with you, show you we can be really good, and then they'll go and they'll, you know, lay an egg like they did not necessarily lay an egg, but not not play as well as they had been. Against a kid who, uh, literally, a kid in Zach Davies, I still couldn't get over watching that guy throw. It looked like he came, you know, straight from Williamsport. That's what they, had. they said <laughs> right. in the broadcast. It, oh, well, he uh, yeah. did, fresh <laughs> off the uh, Little League
1: World Series. It was, uh, nice, but it, it's—is it's, this the kind of team this is going to be that they'll surprise you by competing against the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Pirates and those kinds of teams, but then maybe playing down to the competition? Is that something we should be worrying about? Uh, well, I mean, but that's not, that
2: happens in baseball quite a bit. But it seems you to happen with this it's team it's so much perfect. more than any other team, right? But uh, but right now, I mean, yesterday particularly, they were down four starters. I mean, let's be honest: they're the two guys in a disabled list, plus Myers, plus Jay was getting a day off. They're down four starters. It, it's hard to compete with anybody when you know, even when you're a good time and you're down four starters. So you're not worried about that at no, all? No, I'm not. Uh, you know, baseball. Unless you get on a run, you have ups and downs. It I mean, I can remember a couple of years ago they went to L.A. and they beat Kershaw, and the next day, they I can't remember who it was they lost to, but they lost to the number five guy. So, yeah, it happens. It's baseball. Yeah,
1: I do, I'm i kind of with you, though, Derek. It seems like the ups aren't lasting as long and the downs oh, are no. a little bit longer. Right. The, the valleys are wider than the peaks are although,
2: high so Although the trend recently has been for better baseball, which I like. I, I, I like the way that they're playing. I like the way they're doing a lot of things. The trend recently has been to play better, better baseball.
3: Yeah, that's true. They, did take, they split a series right. against the Mets, who had won 10 to 12 coming in. Then they go and they take two out of three from the Cubs. Right. And you think, you start thinking, maybe it's because we're Padre fans, and we start going, oh, they really could be good. They really could be turning the corner, and then they'll go and they'll you know, do what they do against Milwaukee. And we all kind of get you know, sucked back into the, oh, well, yeah, they yeah, were just teasing us.
2: Cubs fans are saying the same thing about the Padres. Yeah, so, which, so Which team is right. it? That, that's yeah. what we want to know. But I mean, Which, but I which mean, team
3: really is, are they as right. good as they were against the Cubs? Are they as average as they were against the Brewers? We, we just, you never know with, with, with this. Like, you know how good the Cubs are. You know how right.
2: bad the Brewers are. We have no idea what the Padres are. But over, I mean, on a short series, anything can happen. The Padres are saying the exact same thing about the po- I mean, the Cubs are saying the exact same thing about the Padres that you're saying about the Brewers. It can happen. Uh, I would have liked to have taken from, uh, three from 3 or 4 and it was mm-hmm. right there uh, there were a couple they, they things that,
3: they could have swept the other game they lost was one nothing well they could have swept that their series. last their last theoretically yeah
2: right their last three losses or four of their last last four losses are, are by one run.
0: So. Yeah, and you can
1: argue that, too, is that, <coughs> hey, they're, they're competitive when most people expected them not to be or they're not winning games that are there for the taking and that's a disappointment. You well, can look at that a couple yeah. of different ways, Th- too. That's
3: circumstantial game by game, though, I think.
2: Yeah, but I, but I think that overall that this club is still hurting with, a, with the fact that two key starters – are not in the lineup, haven't been in the lineup for more than a m- month.
1: Let's actually let's take a look at that now because now with an off day, and Andy Green said this yesterday, uh, I want to quote him directly, but nobody uh, I don't think any team needs an off day right now more than we do, and I would tend to right. agree. So let's run through the AMR injury report because this gives us a nice chance to sort of catch our breath and take a look at – Uh, the status of everybody. Uh, We're just going to go through here alphabetically. Uh, It's 10 guys on the DL officially, and then Myers and Jay who are dealing with some soreness, a forearm for Myers yesterday, and John Jay with his shoulder as well. Uh, Alexia Marista, 15-day DL, right hamstring strain. In Arizona, may come back the soonest of anybody. Right, but he
2: still hasn't even gone out on a rehab assignment, and he hadn't been playing in games as of yesterday. He was just taking batting practice and starting to ramp up. To me... That's been an awfully long time. Yeah, and If I mean,
3: Alexi Marista is the guy that we're can, hoping to come in and <laughs> save it, it. We're, in, we're in deep, yeah. deep trouble. He didn't make the opening day roster. He's a guy who came up because of other
1: injuries. Of other injuries right. But exactly. he was
2: actually playing pretty decent when he got hurt. Yeah. So,
1: And compared to the, some of the struggles we're seeing Pirelli right. and Rosales go through, he may be, at least right. for a short term, Someone that can definitely help. Uh, Buddy Bauman, 60-day DL. We're not right. expecting not, him anytime soon. Right. Uh, Andrew Kashner, right hamstring strain. They're saying it shouldn't be much longer than the minimum. Uh, John yeah. Edwards, a guy in the bullpen that we haven't heard from. People were expecting to be a big part of the middle relief. 15-day uh, DL, right elbow. Still, but he's but he's been on a 15-day for.
4: I mean, he since could have been a, right.
2: Yeah. He could have almost been on a 60-day. He's been on the 15 days so long. Yeah.
1: So let's quickly run through the rest of these. So Robbie Earle and Tommy John, on the shelf indefinitely. Uh, Will Myers. Day to day with that forum, like we said, Tyson Ross. We haven't seen him since opening day, and he's not even throwing no. yet. So no that's throwing still a long way for him to go. Uh, Salarte, uh, right hamstring strain again. Still rehabbing in Arizona. Corey Spangenberg, uh, left quad strain. Same thing. Uh, same timetable. Salarte a little bit behind him, maybe. He's, he hasn't. I don't think he's gone to Arizona yet. Has he, he. Let's see. Uh, no, not yet. So at least from right. what we have here. So in front he isn't of us. even. So that's behind them. Yeah, right. exactly. Which is troublesome. And he was uh, the first
3: one to go down too.
1: Yeah, well, he's someone that Andy Green keeps saying, with his game predicated on speed, right. it'll take him longer to come back, but equally frustrating. Uh, Matt Thornton left Achilles tendonitis throwing a BP, but still uh, not progressing past that, 15-day DL. And Jamile Weeks, another hamstring strain, be re-evalu- getting reevaluated uh, in about two to three weeks to see what happens there. So let me ask you guys this now. Just Reggie, the, the MASH unit, the laundry list. Which has been the most crippling injury? Which one do you think is the most integral piece that the Padres have been missing? Solarte. Why? Well,
2: well, because, okay, Ross, you're missing him every fifth day, but they filled in nicely there. Solarte changes at least two positions in your batting order. He was, I mean, if you're, he's your fifth or sixth hitter, he's driving in runs. Also, but Myr- that changed where Spangenberg changed where Myers was. Solarte was number five or six. Uh, I, I think that's the guy they've missed most because that guy's got some RBI potential. He's a run producer. I think they've missed him the most.
3: See, I would go with Ross because he, he's your opening day starter. He's supposed to be your stopper. He's supposed to be the big gun in your rotation. You lose that guy, doesn't matter who else you bring in, you've downgraded your entire rotation.
2: Yeah, but I, my, my feeling is that they've, they've done a pretty
1: good job patching in for Ross. They have not done a very good job. I'm going to go with Spangenberg because, as we see at third base, you can put Brett Wallace there, and he's had a pretty decent bat – Will Myers taking grounders there. Maybe he's, you know, serviceable. At second, I mean, you're calling up Perella or you're putting Rosales in, and I think it's a bigger drop-off from Spangenberg to where, or Weeks, who got injured too. Right. It's a bigger drop-off, I think, from Spangenberg to whoever's replacing him than it is from him. I disagree. To who's replacing him.
2: Weeks is a much better defensive second baseman than Spangenberg. Yeah, but no offensively, question. I think that you're giving up too much. Spangenberg was only hitting 220.
3: Yeah, it's not so much losing yeah. Spangenberg. But
1: that's it's someone losing that Spangenberg and Weeks. That's right. someone you, to you, see the real you expected Spangenberg to... Get hot. Just you like expect expected it, to Solarte to cool off a little bit.
2: But he, he was not. He was not having good at bats when he got hurt. Uh, and and Weeks came up and actually did a better job at second base. So right, I I I would I would rank him Solarte. Then I'd go with Ross. I'd
3: go Ross okay. and Solarte. All
1: right. I think yeah. Ross is third for me because of the job that the rest of the rotation has done in his stead. But let us know, again, hashtag PadresSH, who you think has been the most critical uh, injury, the missing piece for the Padres so far early this season. That injury report is brought to you by American Medical Response, the emergency medical response team for Petco Park. They want to remind you to stay safe, San Diego. To learn more about AMR, visit amr-sandiego.com. You know who suffered a pretty big injury yesterday, Jose Bautista's jaw. We're going to talk about that when we come back after this on Padres Social Hour.
0: Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: The story that took over baseball yesterday. We're getting right to it here in the AMR studio on this off-day edition of Padres Social Hour. Chris
3: Carter going three for four. Uh,
1: No, No. uh, that was a story around here, but uh, (laughs) not what led baseball tonight, last night, and Fox Sports and everything. (laughs) So it was Jose Bautista, Rudnett Odor. Uh, by the way, one of the most random rivalries, I love it, it's Blue Jays and Rangers. So this dates back to the bat flip uh, incident from last year in the playoffs. And now Batista was hit by Matt Bush, of all people, right. uh, speaking here on Padre Social Hour. And he gets on base and in the eighth inning, and he, it's, a, it's a bad takeout slide on Odor at second base. And then everything erupts. And you didn't notice it at first when you're watching it live. But then when they get to the replay and show the punch that Odor threw on Bautista, he pushes him first, Bautista throws up a weak hand, and then Odor, boom! Big right overhand, right? Face! A right hook. I mean, just nailed him. Credit to Bautista, though. for
3: t- He took he stood. that punch
1: like a man. He stood. Uh, and you could tell when he was being, oh, my gosh, <laughs> we're just watching it back in slow-mo. Uh, I mean, I could watch that thing for, on a loop for like a half hour. Um, I mean, we can go a million different directions. On, uh, bloopers got it on a loop. Perfect. Uh, right. I mean, I have never seen that clean of a shot in a sporting brawl uh, for Odor. And, Bill, you think it's, be- it's for a reason. Right. I think he's got boxing in his background. I think he knows what he's doing. Right. Well, First break of this all down for us in the tale of the tape. Well, boxing when, Bill. Right. When I
2: covered, I covered <laughs> yeah. 70 title fights, so I know a little bit. You know bit what of, you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. First of all, when you look at his left hand, his left hand is set up as well as his right. And also, when he throws the punch, he sees that Bautista is coming in, and he waits until the, the gap is closed, and he throws it, and that is a boxing punch. That, the wrist movement, everything else, that is, a, that is not a brawl-type swinging and punching-type thing. That is, yeah, look how quick that is, right from right, the
1: shoulder it came.
2: Right. That is a boxing punch. That yeah. is not just a wild swing.
1: And he was ready for that one-two combination, right, right. and I loved it because— And the left was ready. It was. And, and, he, sh- and he finished. He yeah, finished all the way through, through, yeah. through with that punch. Strictly too. from a form perspective, he got Bautista off balance with the shove. You know, su- Element of surprise, so that's you know, good on him for doing that. And then Bautista kind of throws up that left hand first, like just a, a probing whatever. Right. That's weak sauce, man. Sure. If you're getting in a fight, you have to be the, the aggressor first. Right, but and the Odor just overmatched him.
2: But Odor did not throw the punch with Bautista's first thing. He waited for Bautista to right. come in. He set it. He set it up. Perfectly. He was smart. Uh,
1: now
3: Derek.
2: He, he, you, he, looked like Hagler, he looked like Hagler. He
1: looked like Hagler versus Hearns. He really did. I, I mean, and it, it paid off. You right. saw you saw the contact that he made. Uh, Derek, you were happy to see Bautista get this. Now, a lot of people, the reaction was O'Dor, you know, dirty player. Marcus Stroman tweeted out yesterday, "I never had respect for him. Never will." Stroman, a teammate of Bautista's, a lot of people saying he was just uncalled for. You're actually on the complete opposite side. I, I, I love what he did. I'm not
3: a big Batista fan in the first place. I mean, respect the game. The guy's a heck of a hitter. But that, that bat flip last year, while I love, and I'm, I'm on Bryce, Har- uh, Bryce Harper's side of let's make baseball fun again, there are certain lines that you don't want to cross when you're talking about baseball, and that's one that he went way over the line. Now, great, if you want to do it, fantastic. But don't get upset if eventually that's going to come back to get you. And that's what it did on this one. And if Odor is going to be the guy who's going to say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of you taking liberties with my team, throwing the bat like you did. And then that big slide, that, that was a you know, borderline Chase Utley kind of slide a second. He's, you know what, enough is enough. And he might be a jerk, he might be a scumbag, but the way he handled himself and the way that he defended his team and stood up for himself, right. that, that I like a lot. And real quick on Matt Bush, I don't know how I feel about him wearing number 51 and being a relief pitcher. I saw
1: you get into that on Twitter with some people yeah. the other day, Bill.
2: I would have met anybody who's 30 years old and coming up for the first time, I'm I'm pretty sure that he didn't request a number. Really, I'm. Um, I'm pretty sure that it was handed to him. Complete said, coincidence, right? And here's what we've got. Uh, or
3: more, you know, maybe the guys with the with the with the uh, with the Rangers no, said, know, "Hey, you know, we know right. you're from San Diego. He's here's also, I mean,
1: what if he's someone who grew up here? You know, he's a reliever. What, I don't if, have what a if he is trying I don't to? Have you have know, one of his idols. He's yeah. trying to finally make good. I don't. Think I, I just, just thought that was like interesting. That. But I, put but that most guys
2: that come up, they don't really have when they're first up from the minor leagues. They 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 hand him a jersey and say, "Here you go," and and. Because they're brand new and they haven't been there before, they're more than happy with whatever number they've got. I mean, I even re- if that's not the case, right, I think right. if
1: he's trying to get his life back on track, what better person to try and yeah. channel like, than like Alex Dickerson when he right. was wearing number one? I mean, he, was, he, he was sort of joking, like, I'm the last person in the world who should be wearing <laughs> so number, number one. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So back to this backflip. I just put a poll out. You can find it at my handle at Mike Janella or you can search it using hashtag PadresSH. Which, uh, quote-unquote, side are you on after the punch? Are you Team Bautista, and you thought that it was a sucker punch and it was a sneak attack and unjustly called for? Or are you Team Odor slash Togerson, well, where Bautista had agree this coming? With,
2: I agree with Derek. If you play like Bautista plays, you better be ready for somebody to come back at you at some time and then not bitch about it when it happens. Exactly. And I
3: don't have, I don't have a problem with the bat flip. I have a problem no. with him being upset that there was retribution for right. the bat flip. Right. That's stupid.
1: Yeah, I, f- I saw a friend of mine, he texted me yesterday. He said, is it okay for me to love both the bat flip and that Bautista that got cold cocked? Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. It, it goes both ways.
2: Plus the slide and everything else. So
1: The thing with Odor, the only thing I didn't like is that he, after the initial takeout, even before he landed after leaping over Bautista, you could see he was already spinning around to gun for him. And I think it was just something a little too premeditated. Uh, I, I mean, I would have liked it if it was a bit more organic and a bit of a sucker punch, I think, for sure. But when you're in that situation, I can see oh, how you're defending yourself. Where's the sucker punch yourself.
3: in that? I mean, Bautista got the shove, and he went in, as you said, with the hand up, and he was starting to cock his right hand too. There's nothing sucker about that. He just got caught being dumb. He got yeah. Caught we're watching his, it back again. So look now. at that. he. Look at he's bringing his right hand up to make a punch there too. There's nothing suckerish about that. Eh, maybe he it's just got beat. maybe it's
1: just Bautista being poorly defensive in his boxing stance. It's and be feeling it also, bad it also for I him. think
3: has a lot to do with the fact that look. Yeah, oh, one more that, time. Now, you, you don't expect let it go, to get that. Let it go here for a second because, like
1: see, here comes the left. Yeah, he's ready for it. Right. He's, he's and he's ready finish. for a third punch. He's got right. the right before Beltran no, comes he's, in. He's, he, he threw a third punch. He and has just, a boxing background. Yeah. He's got to. Uh, some other things I loved about that was uh, Josh Donaldson. If you look, he got ejected from the game, too. He came flying in out of nowhere like a tag team match ready to, to just bat out of hell. Then I also love all the guys who you're kind of forced as a baseball player to join in, but they don't really want to fight. It's like all the middle relievers. They're just kind of standing there like, yeah, we got to clear the benches, but here we are. Where's the, there's Donaldson. I mean, Where'd he come from? He's like a bullet from the, the left side of the field. Probably the dugout. Uh, and I, I love all the bullpen guys that just kind of stand around like. Oh, yeah. And so, you ever see that movie, A Million Ways dinner? to Die in the West? I have not, no.
3: Yeah, there's a scene in there where um, Seth McFarlane and. Uh, somebody, I forget who it was, Giovanni Urbisi, I believe, there's a big ball fight in a, in a bar, and they're like, oh, come here, come here. And they're going, no, we're okay over here. Right, Nobody yeah. come punch don't, us. Don't worry about us. So we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> Acting like that's what a lot of guys in these kind of sporting things do. Yeah, they're like, what's, like, All right, like we're just, looking,
1: what's, what's Diekman doing right now? What's, right. Uh, they're, they're just they're hugging still and tussling. still hustling. not close
2: yeah. to the best one I've ever seen. Yeah, what is your, your favorite? 1984 Padres oh, yeah. Braves. Yeah. That makes sense. By far. I mean, that thing sort of went on for nine innings. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> You're talking yeah. about just baseball or all sports? No, yeah, uh, just baseball. Baseball.
3: No. Just baseball? Yeah, I can't I mean,
2: think of one that was much better than the, the 84 Braves. Well, uh, you what,
3: when the Miami Hurricanes played the San Diego State Aztecs at Qualcomm Stadium, a guy named Dwayne Johnson went up into the stands <laughs> to try and get Monty
2: Montezuma. Right. That was the best one that I've uh, seen. The, Early 80, people's the elbow. The 84 Perez with the bat holding it up and uh, – Swinging at the fans coming out of the stands. Oh, have you?
1: Uh, have you guys ever been in a fight, Bill? I bet you've thrown some punches in real life. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been in a fight, Derek. Uh, uh not by choice. Okay. I'm a but
3: love still not a fighter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same here. I've been been dragged into a couple just to kind of try to keep. How about you, Bloop?
1: you ever throw some haymakers uh, out in public? No. Really? Never. Yeah, you're, you seem like a peaceful guy. Very peaceful. And he's a lethal who weapon. Would, who he's would not pick allowed a fight to with blooper, fights. right? No. no. <laughs>
2: Actually, I would imagine a lot of people would pick a fight uh, with blooper. He's never thrown the punch, right. but maybe well, he's has been bill's the bill's never punched. tried to fight me. Uh, the, the, there's time. The thing is, as I was once told years ago, the, the, you've got to pick your fights because you don't want to ever be in a fight with somebody who's not afraid to lose.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to get a piece of you one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. When you've got nothing to lose, right. there's uh. There's uh, no no risk. Back, just to, the, all back to the Braves. Uh, exactly. ra- back to the Braves-Padres oh, brawl. So good. Uh, also, I, yeah. Again, I love. It's a team from Canada versus a team from Texas. Not the same division. Just completely random rivals. But I love it. I mean, that's a great thing of sports when these random rivalries come up. And that's and what happens in the playoffs. Well, yeah, that's yep. what playoffs do. We'll just be watching this thing on loop uh, throughout the, the rest of the commercial. And you know break. what's crazy? So they, good. They,
3: They've already played seven times this year. They're done I mean, for the, the regular season. and one, and yeah. finally
1: this happened. Right. That's what I was. Uh, ba- like John interested. Lackey told Christian Bethencourt this week. Baseball players have long memories. They don't oh, they forget. Do. Yeah. Right. So so we've been told. Oh, this won't. This isn't over. No, I'm sure not by oh, a long time. Th- well, again. no, Ooh. 2000, I mean, you got 2017, 18. Yeah, as long as they keep right. playing, I'm sure they'll keep punching. Um, all right, let us know again that poll. Whose side are you on, Bautista or Oador? In the meantime, join us for Pride Night at Petco Park this Saturday. That's May 21st on your calendars, hosted with San Diego Pride's Out at the Park event. Enjoy a night of mingling and baseball as the Padres host the Dodgers at 710. With the purchase of a special theme game ticket package, you'll give a donation to San Diego. Pride and receive a Pride-themed Padres rally towel. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. Nick Canepa is coming back after this to give his weekly report card. You don't want to miss it. F. We're back with more Padres F. Social Hour. Don't go anywhere.
0: F. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
1: Welcome back on this off day edition of Padres Social Hour. Nick Canepa joining us now here in the AMR studio. Uh, Nick, we had the uh, the discussion just moments ago about the uh, Bautista odor. You're here for your weekly report card. We'll get to that in a second. But
4: real quick, what grade do you give that that punch? Oh, that was an A. Uh, it's, it's it's an I, A plus. Yeah. I mean, I've been right. in, I'm like Bill. I've been watching baseball forever. I have, I've seen my share of brawls. That's the best punch I've ever seen thrown in a. I've, I've it's never a, seen it's a, a punch professional like that, right. punch
1: landed flush. Uh, the yeah. poll that we have going on right now, whose side are you on, Bautista or Odor? Right now, pretty even. Fifty-three uh, percent of people saying they side with Ruth O'Doore on the play, on the altercation, forty-seven percent uh, with Bautista. So uh, again, at my handle at Mike Janella, search hashtag Padres SH, and uh, we'll get into that. Um, now though, we're gonna put you this time on the Cholula hot seat, Nick. Yeah, we're gonna turn up the pressure on you to find out what grades you've given the Padres this week. So every Monday you swing by, there are four categories, and you grade the Padres on their performance in the past week. So where
4: do we begin? Every answer in the form of a question. <laughs> 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 well, offense, uh, I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving an incomplete to the offense. That's not what we bring you on the show, Nick. Well, we can bring you to grade, give a it's grade. It's a grade you can get in school. Okay. Is I want to hear this one. Yeah,
1: explain. Because we, we give my, you one my, job my, and my you couldn't Daniel do it. Daniel
4: Simpson day. You have no grade point <laughs> right. average. zero point zero. I don't know who these guys even are. I mean, uh, 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 how could you give a grade to, to to guys I've never even seen before? Perella, right? yeah. Rosales. Well, you can give them an F if they're not no, performing. They, you can give them an mean, A if I, they overachieve. You can't, you can't. I mean, some guys are hitting all right. Some guys, I, I don't even know. How do you expect anything right. out of these you guys? Can't ex- I agree with you on that one. You can't expect something out of somebody who – Shouldn't be in there. I mean, Kemp busted out of his slump a little bit. That was a that was a good one. Was game. a good May slump yeah. he was in. Well, he was like what Bill three for three, twenty three something. For no, three for thirty nine. Yeah, so he was in. He was getting started on his usual May.
1: We'll see if he's out of it the next couple yeah. days. One game does not a slump right. broken make, but yeah. uh,
4: you know. Winning two from Chicago is impressive. I All mean, right. that's so
1: you're good for nothing on the offensive grade because – I'm good for nothing. Incomplete, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway.
4: Let's, let's move on then to something you've actually decided to a I don't think they're paying you for on.
2: incompletes, by the way. Yeah, we are going to give you one. giving you an incomplete for Daniel this Daniel
4: Simpson Day. You have no great – All right, moving on. Next, <laughs> next category, Nick. Uh, defense, uh, C-plus. Uh, not their best week. They've had better weeks than last week. So let me ask you this. You give an incomplete
1: to all these guys you don't recognize on offense. They're the same guys playing defense. Well, Why do also, they get a grade? They're also
4: playing, you know, you're, you're doing a lot of things here. You, know, you had a couple of catchers interference in one game, which may have never happened in the history right. of
1: baseball. It's happened a few times, but it's like
4: a dozen or so. Never more than it? twice. I've I have never, never, I've never seen, I've it. seen it. I have never seen it. Not
2: two in one game.
4: Yeah. This past week, I've seen two things I've never seen. Two catchers interference and a punch like that.
1: Right, yeah. So that was
4: pretty unique week in uh, in in base. That on. it was. Uh, that
1: ends a little run. You had back to back a minuses for the defense. Yeah. The last two well, weeks. I still like
4: well. this defense. I just this week was not their best. Plus one. the Ramirez dropped the pop up really. Yeah, that was Yeah. It didn't mean, cost them but it still, was really bad. critical. I, I still right. can't They got out of the inning though, which pat. I mean right.
1: it, it's one mistake. He's had a great year otherwise defensively.
4: Oh yeah. Oh it's like a revelation yeah. there yeah. next year. And it to didn't it
1: didn't year. blow them the game or anything. And so. he
4: hasn't he hasn't pulled a hamstring yet. So
1: Yeah, fingers crossed he seems to be the only in the NFL that can NFL walk.
4: you're out a month and a half with a with two months with a hamstring, you're you're finding another line of work. Right. I don't know what the deal is with these hamstrings, but uh
1: uh, none of us do. We've been uh, I mean, trying to dissect it and get our doctorate, but it's just not happening. Yeah, just strains and yeah, right. I don't know. Um, all right, so that's uh, <laughs> C-plus for the defense. How about where you want to
4: go next, the pitching? Uh, yeah, pitching, also a C-plus. All right, I explain it was, yourself. I, I thought it was, it was a pretty good week. And once again, uh, Shields had his best game. And uh, Vargas had a good second outing after not a, not a good first. Getting those two wins against the Cubs, the best offense in baseball doesn't earn you more than a C-plus? In your book? No, no. And Pomerantz is like a revelation. I mean, Pomerantz is like the best left-handed pitcher in baseball right now. And the bullpen's been great. I think it was at least a B week for well, the pitching. I mean, that's up for debate. That's why I'm here, yeah. I want to
1: know He's why. He's a you tough guy. grader. He's a tough grader.
4: Yeah, but you've been doing well but in the C+ pitching, too. C-plus isn't a bad They had, bad grade they
1: had for this Bs week. the last two weeks. I, mean, I don't were, think the last week has been demonstrably worse. I mean, they were four and worse. three. Yeah, that,
4: that, I mean, that just I mean, that's not what you love I mean, most I mean, is the wins. Four so. and three is, is not an A. I mean, it's, you know. Okay. Although they should have been better than that. Should have been 5-2. and two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You give too much, too much credence to the, to the wins and losses for the pitching performance. The pitchers can only do what they well, can. If the offense uh, isn't there, it's not I, their I, fault. I,
4: this, it, this is a game that you win or you get canned. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> wins are what matter in sports. Right? Right, no such thing as a bad win. Yeah, no but the such wins and losses are, loss. are
1: predicated on a lot of different people, and the pitchers have done their part, I think, for the most part. For the most Better part. Better than a That's C. That's why they got a yeah. C+. Plus. I would have given them a B if it was my grading, but I'm not the professor here. Uh, moving on to your last category, and this is, uh, this is the category you've been most generous with all
4: year, the coaching. Well, I'm generous again. I'm giving him an A. I, and look what he's got out there. I don't right. even think he's met some of these guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <Yeah. laughs> what's I mean, your name? What number I do saw, you
4: have? Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Guerrero came up yesterday? Yeah, Tehran Guerrero. I mean, these guys are never – they're greeting him like he's a long-lost – Like they haven't, Six weeks yeah. in Peoria. I mean, I, mean I was there
1: all six weeks. You get to know people really Andy quickly. Andy Green's probably saying, I
4: don't even know this kid. I better look him up. I mean, I, 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 I can't imagine anybody doing a better job than this guy's doing right now.
1: No, I think so. And we're seeing some of the results. Alan Zinter finally coming along after the early season struggles. People are seeing the work he's putting in. Uh, Balsley, we've talked about on the show at length, the miracles he's worked with some of these guys. And they
4: still strike out too much. I'm with you on the coach. They still strike out too much. That's a problem. That's not the manager's doing. No. I mean, the manager can only send the guys out there. Right. All right. Uh, so so Nick, what, do you give, what do you give Andy for the whole year then? I'm giving him an A for the whole you year. you got an ho- A for a whole year? I really like I, – I, I, I like the way he handles games. You know,
1: we actually – we ran a poll yesterday in the show. We had it running overnight, and the results are now final. We asked the fans, what would you give Andy Green for the whole year as a grade? 60% of people said a B. An A was only 29%. A lot of people saying an A is for, to your point, Nick, winning coaches. When he right. gets above 500, then he gets
2: the A. I'd give him an A minus or a B plus. Um, uh, I I think that uh, I I think Andy's done a great job. You know what I really like? This team is engaged in what Andy is doing, and I really like that. I think that bodes. Buying well. in to use right. a to they, turn of phrase. They are they are into what he's doing. Uh, they almost at times like on defense. They look in to see, in advance to see what shift is going to be, what the defensive positioning is going to be, and I think. The way he has played the way he has played his players in the field. Positioning
4: is, is fantastic. It's been
1: great. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, the defensive numbers right. are skyrocketing too right. through the roof from last year. So and I, and I think that the
2: players have really everybody has played into what he's trying to do. They see it, they respect it.
1: And they are and they are working with it.
4: And he's really into it. I mean, he's intense. You right. Could, you could just see. Yeah. No, he's I think I think he, the
1: team right. is in right hands. The franchise is in the right hands moving forward. All right, Nick. Uh, I'm giving you an incomplete this week because you gave us only three out of four grades. So you'll have to do that's better a, next that's Monday. That's a grade. <laughs> Thank an you. Incomplete is a grade. Thank you, Nick, uh, for stopping by hey. the Cholula Hot Seat. It's Uncapped a great. We know well. Real Most flavor <laughs> with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Keep those tweets coming in. We're going to get out some bloopies. When we come back, right after this on Padres Social Hour.
0: From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: We are here in the AMR studio. It's a day off for the Padres, but not for us. Welcome back. To the studio and welcome back, Derek, to the couch after Nick Hanepoel's report card segment. Uh, We
2: are now—he gives out grades. I think he gave Derek an incomplete because he wasn't here for a segment. We only have so much room on the couch, and uh, I know you guys are friends. I was even watching right right over there,
1: so close. (laughs) Um, uh, That poll we have going on, 50-50 right now on the Bautista Odora. Whose side are you on next? By the way, yeah, it's—it's a a Hmm. debate. It's a topic that I think people—you're very much either on one side or the other. It's a polarizing thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good vocab word. It's like SAT Monday here. I'm a writer. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, Nick Canepa gives out grades. We are now going to be in the business of giving out awards. It's the first annual Bloopies. Got music for it and everything. Right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> wow. This is the best music we can come up with, huh? This is so good. You know did, you, did you not pay the
3: ASCAP fees? We worked with what we got.
2: <laughs> I don't know what's ever going to happen to the show if... If Blooper ever comes up with a girlfriend, doesn't have all this time to do all this. <laughs> stuff. Still, I mean, <laughs> talk about <laughs>
1: hypotheticals. Let's right. not even bother with things that <laughs> far out of reality. Um, all right, maybe. How, how long do you think it takes to find a song <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> yeah, the, the web does a lot of. <laughs> find work classical for gas. The internet's the thing on the computer right. that goes well, we, out. We, no, the that's universe. that's a rights thing. We can't afford any 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 of that yeah. kind of music. Oh, so. is that right? Yeah, yeah. I feel you unless you're going to go gonna go break out the checkbook. For you us. have to go so. through killer tracks. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Smart. All right, no, we're it's the. Quarter point of the season, give or take a game or two. It's an off day, so we figured we'd give out some quarter season awards so far. Um, and a couple of them, you know, uh, the Padres Cy Young, the Padres uh, Newcomer of the Year. Some of those, I think, are not up for debate. Drew Pomeranz, I think, is a unanimous choice for us. Best pitcher. Absolutely. Best yeah. newcomer. Right. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll we spend any time with set those. up a
3: little bit and say maybe Fernando Rodney. Yeah, in and you there. Go, and you, he, he'd be on both of them anyway
1: yeah. with
2: the, uh, the Scion oh, and the newcomer. Yeah, I, I agree, right. but I'm taking a starter over a closer. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. I agree. More valuable. We see that in the general season-long awards right. every year anyway. So palmer has
2: been
3: lights
1: out. So good. So Especially good. the last what six, right. seven stars yeah. have been really good. He's been great. So let's get to a more contentious one, I think. Padres MVP at this point of the season, a quarter of the way in. And let us know your thoughts on if you agree or if you have different players, again, with hashtag PadresSH. SH. Uh, we'll start with you, Bill. Who gets your bloopy for Padres MVP so Well, far? I got Matt Kemp
2: because of the run production, the RBIs. Yes, he's in a slump right now, but he, when the Padres, are, he's the one guy that can uh, that can make things happen, really happen in this batting order. And when you look at his when you look at his numbers, I've got Kemp, but. Uh, it's very narrow over somebody that I think might surprise you. I got I got uh, Melvin Upton Jr. right up there with him.
1: Doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. He's my pick because <laughs> while Kemp has been great and Myers too, they've been very as we talked earlier, peaks and valleys. Kemp's gotten really cold the last couple uh, weeks. And Upton, even when his offense hasn't been at its peak level, his defense has been the best on this team. And you look at all the defensive run metrics saved and all that stuff for this team, uh, he's a big part of that. And he's had some clutch moments. Uh, He's my MVP so far for his consistency in one facet of the game or the other. I'd
3: agree with Kemp. That is, again, because of the run production. But um, I'll throw another guy out there. And you talked about it just last segment. The offensive numbers are not there, but Alexi Ramirez what he has meant defensively especially up the middle with this team is has been i don't think can be overstated because he's right. been so good with with saving so many runs with this team and he just brings a calmness i think to that infield knowing that that guy in the middle is that good he really has a maybe not a, a measurable impact right. but the impact is certainly there
2: i am but i am very impressed by what uh, melvin upton has done this year yeah. I, it's 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 beyond what I expected. The and two of them. I mean, last right. year,
1: this was a team that was 28th in defensive run save. They're right. sixth now. Right. And especially right. for Ramirez with the rest of the infield just vanishing around him. Right. They lead the NL in double plays.
3: Mm-hmm. And he's a big that. reason because of it. But right. you still, and you pick, you're just
1: throwing him in, but you pick Kemp as team MVP. You know, I'm
3: right. going to go, go with Alexi. Okay, just so we got just because, Alexei, Kemp, and Upton for Because we don't, want, we don't want to be too agreeable here. We're supposed to debate stuff. Another picks. guy, if you want to talk about defensively being improved, John Jay in center field. Yeah, I no, think it has been a really good addition. Big
1: upgrade for the team over last year. Uh, how about just most improved in general? And we'll pick up Padres only. So someone like Fernando Rodney, who was a dumpster fire for parts of last year and now is great. Let's leave him off. Guys that Padres fans saw here last year, most improved from last year to this. I would say oh, Will left.
2: Myers because he's playing every day until yesterday, and I'm hoping that's not anything serious. But uh, having Myers in the lineup has helped an awful lot.
3: Would that be comeback player? Uh, maybe. maybe. I'd go with Upton for most improved for, well, reasons, for reasons just previously stated. Right.
2: I, I agree with you. But having Will Myers in the lineup every day, and you know, when you're coming back from a hand surgery you never quite know, I got to. I got to think that he. The way he stepped up, but I could. I could throw a blanket over him and, and Upton.
3: To put to, to pick nits about just what the essence of the award is, and to really go with semantics. Myers was playing really well last year before he did get hurt. So he was he was producing a lot of runs. He was hitting lead off. He, he was so he is was an doing really well. over the whole
1: season or with the time he actually played. Right, right. that's yeah. why I would say he'd be Take more of a comeback the player committee. of the yeah. year. write a right. 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 uh, right. uh, right. uh, a strongly worded letter. What about mm-hmm. Kemp? You guys are it's the MVP for him. He had good counting numbers last year, but that first half last year compared to what he did in just the month of April, that's a big uptick in his production. Well, he had year.
2: a good April last year. He just didn't hit home runs. Well, he's yeah. hit a lot right, of them this right, year, seven right. in April or but I seven mean, or eight? Yeah. But he had, he had great numbers other than home runs in April last year.
3: And he is doing his typical May thing right. this year, though, as well. Yeah, he was, what, before
1: that three-for-four yeah. game, he was, what, two-for-28 over the previous week. Yeah, at the half-season awards, we'll see if he gets that June bounce back right. uh, that yeah. we're, a lot of us are hoping for. How about the next bloopy, and this is the last one before we uh, head to break. The biggest surprise for you this year? Ryan Buchter. And
2: it, it's interesting because at the beginning of the year, he was pitching in the fifth or the sixth, and all of a sudden, uh, Andy Green and Ballsley has seen what he can do. He's your seventh-inning setup man. I think that he has been absolutely phenomenal. That fastball works, and it's got a lot of movement in the zone, a lot of strikeouts, really good ERA. I really like Ryan Buchter.
3: I'd say Andy Green. Ooh going yeah, off Because the field. we, we, oh, we like all that. thought that he was going to be good but just didn't can be as good as he has been this quick
1: I'm going to say Pomeranz because we've already talked about how good he's been, and I thought he was a bullpen guy, but he's come out and been their best starter. So uh, that's our pick. I think the one that will get people talking the most, though, is the MVP. So, again, let us know your Padres MVP pick so far for the quarter point of the season at hashtag PadresSH. We're going to give out one more bloopy when we come back, and it's (laughs) going to be our favorite one, so you don't want to miss that. Before that, though, be at Petco Park on Sunday, that's May 22nd, to catch the Padres face the Dodgers at 140. Snag a free Padres All-Star star game themed reusable bag presented by mlb network all fans in attendance will receive one tickets are available at padres.com that field does look good after that billy joel concert here at petco park we're back with more social hour right after this
0: we're talking padres all season long this is padres social hour coming to you from the amr studio inside the team store
1: no Padres game today as they get ready to come back for the Giants and the Dodgers. Big homestand coming up tomorrow. Uh, get Bumgarner, Cueto, and Samarja. So you're going to see some good pitching uh, coming into town. It's going to be, uh, I think, a packed house uh, a lot of these mm-hmm. nights this week. We're hoping so, at least some big games for uh, a Padres team that's been competing. The weekend yeah. will be huge. Uh, it's going to be big. I mean, a big
3: stretch coming up, a lot of division games.
1: Yeah, the next 12, I think, are all division, right. division games. So we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, we have one more bloopy to give out, our quarter season awards. And the music, the music is back. It is for your favorite social hour moment through a quarter point of the season. Derek, we're going to start with you. Other than
3: Nick failing everyone inexplicably, yeah, uh, which happens seeing, every week. <laughs> See, and Trevor Hoppen and Dave Winfield sitting right here on, on this couch. Cool. That was, you know, those two guys. One is a Hall of Famer. One's going to be a Hall of Famer. That was, that was pretty darn cool.
2: That was, that was great. I think yesterday. But Scanlon didn't show up, and it was just <laughs> an empty spot on the couch, which I, don't, I, I, I give you low marks because low last, marks. last year, Jesse, when that happened, at least had the wherewithal or the foresight to put his backpack up there. Well,
1: that was without two guys on the couch either. Now we have this new failsafe of having a three-person yeah. set mm-hmm. just in case someone pulls a Scanlon as but we're Jesse's now rebranding it. But Jesse's backpack
2: was uh, smarter than some of the number threes we've had.
1: That you can take up with your fellow couch I mates. can hear I you, Phil. <laughs> I'm right here. standing right there. Um, no, we just getting a hard time. I wasn't talking about so you. Fun. Oh, of uh, course, Blooper, what's your favorite it social car hour with moments with so far? JC. Yeah. Joycey Joyce bringing donuts yesterday. That was a good yeah. one, yeah. That's the best moment ever. And thank you again, Joycey. Uh, and we're still waiting for people to you know,
2: try and one-up her. And that donut, and that uh, coconut donut is still there. It's still Full in the box. Yeah. No, I ate half yeah. of it. I'll eat the other, other half, d- half of it. Okay, of the yeah. there
1: you go. Uh, my favorite moment was just a couple days ago. We do our head-to-head challenge every day, in the couch and blooper pick who they're – Uh, player is, and Blooper went with John Jay, who's normally a good pick, except he wasn't in the lineup that day, and just, uh, I mean, it gave me such a great laugh. Details. it, Uh, It didn't work out for you, Bloop. Details. I think you were hoping no. for, like, a big pinch hit. Grand I loved, slam pinch Ren, and I really, loved uh, being
2: able to jump in and point out that yeah. he's not in the lineup.
1: I knew at, he wasn't in the lineup. At first, oh, I, yeah, at you at knew first I didn't even realize it. And then you said it, and as soon as you did, it was like the light bulb on my head. And at that point, I just it was hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> totally Classic fun. blooper minute. Did, and you know what would been really funny is if you still would have won. Yeah, no. Th- that was the night Matt <laughs> Kemp finally had his three for six yeah. uh, home run night in May. So uh, we, that uh, concludes our first annual... Bloopy Awards this is Cue our the music. music Yeah exactly Like at the Oscars When the speech goes too long And you gotta get off stage Wrap it up Sh- Dave exactly. Chappelle Wrap it up box uh, we'll Wrap it up uh, We'll give our next awards Out at the half season point Right around all star mm-hmm. game Maybe we'll see uh, What uh, maybe is usurping Some of the awards We gave out today uh, this weekend, a lot of stuff going on, as we mentioned. That includes on Saturday, the next baseball night in San Diego, when the Padres take on those Dodgers at 7:10. Stay after the game for post-game fireworks set to tunes from Justin Timberlake. It's going to be hot. Get your tickets today at Padres.com. Now, is this
3: just Justin Timberlake's solo career,
1: or are you going into
0: his sync later. Okay. We'll
1: talk about that some more when we come back on Padres Social Hour.
0: Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padre Social Hour.
1: Finishing things up here on this off day in the AMR studio. And an off day, but it's a big homestand, as we mentioned, starting tomorrow. I've actually got a buddy in town, and he's coming to the game tomorrow night, and we're trying to figure out, you know, he wants to come to the game, where he's going to sit. And we're debating, like, the best spots, wondering. From you guys' perspective, and it could be Petco Park or any stadium, really, where where do you like sitting the most at a baseball game?
2: Well, I'll tell you. Here, uh, we had uh, my wife's birthday one year. We rented a suite in the
1: Western... Of course. Bill goes (laughs) for the suite. Right. (laughs) We (laughs) look for, like, an everyman answer. Don't don't want to be with the 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 commoners. commoners. (laughs) The Western Metal
2: Supply (laughs) Company built... I mean, the building is a fantastic way to watch a ball game okay. it is great
1: i'll see if i can sneak him in because i won't <laughs> be able to get those tickets on my own how about you Darren? Yeah, for
3: me it's every ballpark i've ever been to i love being in the bleachers i'm, I'm just i'm a bleacher guy it's a more laid back back there you get the you're right in the when the home runs flying it's flying right at you it's a, I, I love being out there in the bleachers
1: blooper you got a favorite spot at a ballpark uh, that perch we sat that one game Oh, yeah, yeah out was on the fun. beach. Down yeah, the beach that was That's great. fun. Those lifeguard chairs. A blooper was like yelling at Matt Kemp from 10 feet away. I like being behind home plate upper deck. You kind of see everything. It's like a chessboard. That, those are, that's where I like sitting. Um, all right, we're back tomorrow, uh, 5.30 with Randy and Bill. Bill, you're pulling double duty. I'm in the, uh, the dummy seat. In the three seat, yeah. Right. I, look at that. We bring donuts <laughs> and Bill just keeps coming <laughs> back. the dummy you guys for joining us I can hear you, Bill. Today. I'm right we'll here tomorrow. <laughs> <from> Padre Social <laughs> Hour.